You're listening to the Mowing in the Dark podcast, where we talk about business, family, and life. Now here's your host, Aaron Sutter. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. My name is Aaron Sutter. I'm your host. And today we are going to be talking all about services that you can add to your lawn care business as a solo operator. Guys, today I am out on the back deck of the Sutter household, so you're going to be hearing a sprinkler in the background here. You also might be hearing the rumble of a train going by or birds, something like that. But I am out on the back deck uh, just getting into the actual outdoors. So we are watering our garden out here right now, and I had this uh, podcast fly into my funnel as Thomas the Tank Engine would say, and so I needed to get it down and get it recorded. So uh, today we are going to talk all about the services that you can add to your business as a solo operator. Let's jump into today's show sponsors. Today's show sponsor is Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel. Head on over to the Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel. Lansing Lawn Service is all about helping you as a lawn care business owner become more efficient so that you have more time for family, free time, and fun. And I would really encourage you guys to head over there, check out some of their videos, smash that subscribe button, like the videos, comment, comment, comment on those videos. The videos are what fund this podcast. So please head on over there, check those out, give those a look, and thank you so much for supporting the channel and for supporting this podcast. And we're back. So today I want to talk about services you can add as a solo operator in your lawn care business. As many of you know, I am a solo operator. I run my own business and it can be difficult at times to find the time to add different services. I have several services that I do, uh, but I try to limit it. So while I do want to grow that, that top line revenue that we all talk about and strive for, we all set a goal for how much money we want to make in a year, things like that. I do have to limit it, and you may too. There's only so much time in the day that we can work. So for me, I run a lawn care business, and right now we're running 54 lawns a week. Uh, That's by myself, uh, except for on Wednesdays right now in the summer. My 11-year-old, he comes out and helps me uh, do all the push mowing. All my push mowing is pretty much on Wednesday. So he comes out and does that and I take care of the trimming, edging, and blowing really. So uh, that's the only help that I get. And really, I just bring him out because I want to teach him how to work. He's 11. He needs to get out and, and work, experience the world, and and learn to work. I was taught by somebody else how to work, and I think it is the most important thing that we can teach our children is how to think and how to work. Uh, 
So, with that being said, the first service that I added many, many years ago when I started my lawn care business was I added shrub trimming. Now, I will say, if you're not very good at shrub trimming, I would not recommend adding this service. But if you don't know that you're not good at it, you should probably try it and see. Uh, maybe you're, maybe a friend or somebody has some shrubs that you could trim and test your hand at and practice and get better. You can always learn to get better. Uh, so that's the first thing that I would offer uh, as an extra service. It's just a quick little add-on that you can add on and offer your clients that you have and that you're already mowing lawns for. And it can actually be quite the revenue driver if you can put in quite a bit of time on it. Now, I don't put in a ton of time, but I do have uh, several clients that I trim shrubs for. In fact, I've done the most shrub trimming this year than I ever have in my business. I've done a couple $300 shrub trimming jobs and uh, some more beyond that. So it, it all depends on how much time you have. Uh, some of my shrub trimming, because it's not been a normal season, normally we get a dry out in the mid of July. And so I'm able to do all my shrub trimming in those dry times. Well, this year we really haven't had any dry out or drought. And so I haven't had that extra time to fit in the shrub trimming, so I do it at the end of my lawn mowing routes. And sometimes I have to do, you know, maybe five or six shrubs, leave it, and come back the next day. And that's not ideal, but you do what you have to do when you're solo. So uh, with that, this past weekend I took the family out, and we all worked on a flower bed cleanup for an existing client of mine their back flower bed was completely overgrown in it this is a large property and it go the back flower bed goes the entire length of their property so this was a big cleanup job uh, we charged $700 for it and they had a lot of shrubs to be trimmed and they had a lot of weeds to be pulled so I brought the whole family uh, my wife Renee did all the weed pulling pretty much. Uh, my 11-year-old did help with that. Uh, the 6-year-old, the he really doesn't get into work just yet. He, he helps a little bit, but he's just learning how to work, and he's not super strong yet. So, you know, it, it is what it, what it is with the little ones. But still, bring them out, teach them how to work. You know, every step of the way, you're teaching them how to work, or they're watching you work. Things like that, I really encourage that. But anyway, back to the story. So we had a lot of weeds to pull. We took six yards of rubbish from this particular project, and it was a job. But I tell you what, it was a learning experience. There was a couple of trees that I had to cut down to size I don't know if you'd call them trees. They're more bushes, but they grew up and looked like trees, and they really had to be trimmed back majorly. So I was worried that I might kill them and things like that, and I, I still am worried about it, but they had to be chopped down to size. So I brought them down, and we'll see if they come back or not. But it is what it is. The homeowner asked me to do that, and so I, I obliged. But 
that is another thing that you can get into as a solo operator is flower bed cleanups. Cleaning up flower beds, making the landscape look nice. Maybe you're not installing landscapes and things like that. You probably don't have time for that as a solo guy. But you can certainly do some cleanups when you have the time on weekends. Now, I don't like to work a lot of Saturdays. The weekends for me are family time. You know, I work 50 plus hours a week. Weekends, those are for the family. But we got family time by going out and working together, learning to work together and make things happen that way. So this was a great project for us to do. It, it brought in a lot of money for the business, which also, you know, the business supports the family. So it it is what it is, and you, you make it work when you have an opportunity like that to add that amount of money to the books. And we've done that several times this year. So that's another service that you could consider adding as a solo operator is flower bed cleanups. It doesn't have to be massive, but you can do that. And a lot of times that will include shrub trimming and things like that. Another thing that I've added this year that has really brought in a good amount of revenue is mulch installation or mulch refreshes. So we've done three mulch jobs this year, and this is the first year I've done mulch. And it really has uh, become something that I really enjoy. I know a lot of people don't enjoy laying mulch. It's just hard work, but I really enjoy it because it's mindless. You, there's not a whole lot of thinking that has to go into mulch and I really enjoyed it. Um, and I've got another one. I've got a bid that I'm putting out right now to a client for another seven yard mulch job. And I've done it several ways. I've ordered the mulch for the client the client has ordered their own mulch and I just provided the labor. You can do it either way. I would recommend ordering the mulch yourself. That way you can mark it up a bit uh, because, you know, that's the name of the game. That's business. But really, either way, you can make money at it if you just work hard. So, um, sorry guys, I'm getting distracted here. There's bats flying overhead. I hate bats. Quick, quick side note and rabbit hole. Uh, two weeks before I got married or a month before I got married. So this is like 15, almost 16 years ago. I woke up with a bat on my face. That's right. On my face. And, uh, that really freaked me out a lot. So, um, I had to get the whole rabies shot series. And at that time, I was not in the lawn care and landscaping industry and I weighed about 280 pounds and the, the immunoglobulin as they call it, um, for the rabies shot, um, went by weight. So that's how many, uh, ounces or whatever they call it. You had to get, I had to get seven shots and this stuff is thick and it's cold. So it, I mean, the nurse, when she, when she was pushing the plunger into my, with the needle into my body, her, her hands were shaking because she was having to push so hard on the needle to get the stuff to go in. So anyway, that's a side tangent, just bats flying overhead. And that got me thinking, um, you know, I hate bats anyway, 
back to what I was saying about mulch. Um, you can do it yourself. You can order the mulch. I would recommend that. But the client can also order the mulch and you can just spread it. I would recommend uh, bulk mulch, but I haven't done bagged yet. So I don't really know how that works. But I do know that as long as you have a wheelbarrow or two, uh, mulch jobs can go pretty quick. I know my wife and I, we laid seven yards of mulch in just under three hours. So it was hard work and it was a hot, sweaty day, but that was good money. That was really good money for less than three hours of work. So I was really happy with that. The client was ecstatic about it. So uh, mulch is another great way, simple, non, not super time-consuming way to add a little bit of money to your top-line revenue to kind of get that, to get your, your revenue where you want it for the year. Um, another service that I do, um, I do aerating in the fall and in the spring. And in fact, I've tried to educate my clients on when to have their lawn aerated. I just cannot get a lot of them convinced that it's best to do it in the fall. So a lot of my clients will have me do it in the spring. I guess they're thinking about spring growth, but you know, I've tried to educate them. It just seems to fall on deaf ears. So I offer it both. I offer it in the spring and in the fall. And we're going to do that again this year. That's a great way to make money, especially if you can line up a bunch of aerating jobs, rent an aerator, and go out and do those. Now, I do rent a walk-behind aerator from our local uh, equipment rental place here, but I also have an AgriFab plug aerator that I can pull behind my zero turn if I have a larger lawn. So that works out great. I know it's a homeowner unit. I get it. A lot of you guys are probably rolling your eyes right now and saying to yourself, I would never be caught dead with a residential unit doing commercial work. I get it. I get it. But it makes me a lot of money, okay? That little pull-behind aerator makes me so much money, you would be shocked, okay? So I'm telling you, aerating is a great service to get into. It is physically demanding on your body, much more so than mulch. Uh, it's probably the most physically demanding service that I offer. But I'm telling you what, you can make a lot of money aerating lawns. And I would encourage you as a solo operator to get into that. Maybe take two Saturdays in September and just line up, you know, you know, 10, 15, 20 aerations, whatever you can fit in those two or three Saturdays and just knock them out and, and make some sweet cash while doing it. Cause you can charge upwards of a hundred or a hundred dollars or more. I know guys that have a hundred dollar minimum for aerating. So, I mean, you can make a lot of money. And typically what I do is I take that rental fee and then I tack that on to each aeration job. Now, I, I, I haven't done that on every single aeration job, but I've done it on a lot. That's a great way to make extra money. So, you know, think about it, price it out, learn from people around you. But I'm telling you what, you can make a lot of money aerating lawns. Uh, 
especially if it's a dry fall. Boy, you can make a lot of money aerating lawns because people are worried about their grass. And the last thing that I want to talk about, the service that I do that probably, the extra service that I do that probably brings in the most money is fall cleanup. Now, this year I am really considering changing up the way I do my fall cleanups. Right now I mulch like 95% of my customers' leaves. I mulch it and leave it on the lawn. They don't have a problem with that, but it is less money because they don't see quite the value in that. And what I want to do is I want to get a bagger and start collecting those and hauling them away because there's more perceived value in that. So, and it honestly, I think it probably is a little bit healthier for the lawn because, you know, we get a lot of leaves here and mulching all those leaves into the grass can tend to thin out the grass or even kill the grass off. And I don't want that. I want these lawns to look nice, as nice as they can. And so with that, I want to provide a, a better service for my clients. So I'm really considering grabbing a bagger this year, maybe putting it on my Gravely 42 or stepping up and buying the, the bagger for the, um, the Toro Multiforce. Either way, uh, I'm really considering bagging leaves. And I could, if I do that, I could take on other customers that aren't my clients and remove those leaves as well. So, it, you know, it, it depends on what you want to do, your area, what kind of trees you had if, have. If you have a lot of oak leaves, oh man, bag them, bag them. Oak leaves are the worst to mulch up. They really are. They take forever to mulch up, and even then they don't mulch the greatest. So, uh you know, take it from me, who someone who has been mulching leaves for many, 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 many years, um, I, I would, I would seriously consider bagging them. Um, I, right now, I have one of those, you know, crank, uh, crank loader things. I think they call it a load handler or load hauler, something like that from Harbor Freight. Just a tarp kind of thing that you can crank things out of your bed with. And I'm going to hook that up this fall, this winter, or I'm sorry, yeah, this fall. And uh, we're going to try that out. I'm going to try to find somebody that has a field that I can dump leaves on. That would be the easiest and best way. So I don't have to pay a dump fee, but I can still charge a dump fee and go that route. And just see what I can do to maybe add a little bit of upscale perceived value for my clients. So that's that's something to think about. If you're just mulching leaves, you might want to consider bagging. Um, you can charge a little bit more for bagging and haul away things like that and make a little bit more money. Guys, that's it though. That's really what I do. Um, there's not much else that I do. And, uh, you know, I, I really try to keep my extra services to a minimum. Something that I do also um, just for my clients anymore is gutter cleaning. Um, I charge a dollar a foot for that for a single story house only. I don't do two story houses um, because I don't like to go up that high on a ladder. So uh, that's one other thing that I do. That's a bonus uh, thing that I do. You can make quite a bit of money doing that as well if you put the time into advertising it. 
I have found, though, that you don't get a lot of takers unless they're really bad. So, um, you know, I, I, I do it for my clients, but I really haven't been advertising that at all lately. So that is your bonus uh, service that I added in there. But that's pretty much it, guys. You can make a lot of extra money by offering these extra services. Maybe it's just to your clients that you offer them. That's fine, too. You can still make a lot of extra money. Just capitalize on the clients you already have. Uh, but also, these extra services are a great way to get your foot in the door to get lawn mowing work, you know, that recurring income from other people that want aerating services or leaf cleanups or shrub trimming, things like that. So really consider that when you're looking at adding new services. Guys, that is my time today. Thanks so much for listening to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. Again, if you would, head over to the Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel. Check out some videos there. Smash that subscribe button. Make sure you click a like button somewhere in there. And just support the channel because the channel supports the podcast. So thank you again. And as always, I will see you guys in the next episode.